Hello. Welcome to Poe Boys. I'm Pete. Hello? Keep going. You got this. Oh, this is a bit? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I um, Well, good thing it's your week because you're, you know, being aficionado. Well, it's my week. Welcome! Welcome! It's a Pete episode. This is a Pete episode, everybody. Pete episode, but it's a Josh edit. Yes. Which is, you know, you you edit the fruits of my labor. the worst combination, I I think. Um, I don't know. I think that (laughs) there certainly are worse um, situations out there, for sure. Well, let's go through it. Because there's four combinations. There's PID. Nope, nope, nope. There's Josh edit. And I do not care for editing much. And so I barely do it. Your ideas are like, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. But like, I don't know about this week. You'll have to explain it to me. And then there's, you know, Pete idea, Pete edit, which is like, yeah, the ideas are fine. And, but you're a much more thorough editor. So there's that. And then there's, you know, Josh idea, Josh edit, which is like very cool kind of punk rock kind of aesthetic, like, I I am so so smart, but it is dumb to be smart. So I don't actually like, you know, sand off any of the edges. So it's like, it like dares you to like it. Like, you're I dare you, I dare you to like this. So that's pretty cool. But you know, Josh idea, woo! And then got you doing editing, listening to every little second, editing out every little sneeze and every little pause. Oh, that's where you really hit the sweet spot. I don't. I haven't done that in a year, a few months yeah. since we switched over. Because <laughs> Anchor, Anchor Podcast, oh, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. However, it is a garbage method to edit it because on my end, it um it is not conducive to editing and fine tuning a podcast. I mean, Which listeners, welcome to you, listeners. I'm Pete. This is Josh. I'm sure that Josh is going to use this portion of the podcast. We're podcasters. This is Poe Boys. Welcome. Yeah. So I try to put my hair is so long now. It's always in my eyes. Always. I always have to wear a hat. <laughs> I even wear a hat. Like first thing in the morning, I put on a hat. I wear a hat so much that when I'm, you know, out in the world, I take my hat off. I make a point of taking my hat off just to show that, like, Look, everybody, I'm wearing this hat because my hair so long goes in my eyes. I'm not wearing this hat to, like, hide anything. I just have, like, so much hair is the problem. It's the opposite problem is why I'm wearing a hat. And it goes in my eyes. And, and, you know, today, you know, a girlfriend's at work all day and all night. And I was like, you know, I got to get this hair out of my eyes. I'm sick of wearing these hats. And I was like, I'll try and do, like, Ray's hair. I don't have enough hair for that. So I got, I got and, one and, little, and they... little tail worth of hair. I kind of got, like, a second one. I don't have enough hair for a third little ponytail. I don't even know what she has as ponytails. So, in case anyone was wondering, no, I couldn't pull it off. And for for me and my hair, in case <laughs> those listeners are wondering, people say, you know, they wanna, they wish they lived in a different decade, right? Oh, I wish I lived in the 1920s. I wish I lived in the roaring 30s. I kind of wish I lived in the 60s. Because my hair is very short. 
I never have it go, you know, un, um, over over my ear. Wow. And I would be that guy that would look at a hippie and be like, "Get a job, hippie!" And then I would be very upset at two things: one, just the attire, you know, like button it up, and then two, yeah, RG, that hair, up. that hair, the hair is it's too much. Mm-hmm. Like, take a shower; it's too mm-hmm. much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So, Josh. Um, do you have anything in the news? I mean, there's some I Star Wars news it. stuff. Um, so your hair. News to me. Josh, do we have an email? I don't know. My computer I think we upstairs. do. I was going to ask you to check, but we don't talk before. Oh, we okay. Record, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I was, there was more um, of a suspense to you reading this email. Oh, so I really? guess I'll just no, do no, it. No, 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 no. I, you, go I, you go ahead and vamp. You go ahead and vamp. I can okay. make my way to my email. Yeah, oh boy, I just I feel like you email. need it it's it it um it comes better from you. Guesses. I assume what this is is okay. you paid off one of your little cronies to email us about how good your fan fiction was and how bad my acting was. I actually <clears> it, this this is I mean I do tell people and I'm sure Josh you do the same thing for your for people in your area is they'll be like, Oh, I'm a podcasting expert. Doop to doop to doop. Here's what you should do. Mm-hmm. And I tell each person that does no that, like, Oh, Peach should do that. Josh should do this. I say, email it and we'll talk about it for probably five to 10 minutes. Right. Okay. So your and lo and behold, and lo and behold, we do have an email from one person that um, has posted some information. I, once you open the email, Josh, mm-hmm. you'll see I have not read this. I mean, I know who it's from. Mm-hmm. I know, know the email title. I do not know <laughs> everything it's about, but I, I have heard from. multiple. Oh, wow. Com- yeah. um... What do you know? <laughs> That's not who I guess it was from. Oh, really? <laughs> I haven't opened it yet, but a, a, a brief refresher. Uh, we are on anchor now. I try not to buzz market mm-hmm. them, and I think we did a pretty good job of not buzz marketing them. It's a new podcast hosting service that we're on. It's free, and some of the analytics for <laughs> this um, <laughs> this hosting service involves breaking down demographics. And as of two weeks ago, for a long time, it said it didn't have enough listener data, which is crazy because we have so many listeners to forecast demographics. But eventually I tracked and I was like, oh, here's your listening demographics. And it's all men and they're all age 18 to 34. And we just got an email. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and read here. Dear Pete and Josh, two things. Okay. I am not a male age 18 to 34 and I listen to your podcast. I have no Apple products and do not use Spotify. I guess I am the silent minority majority depending on how many of us there are. Second, Josh, you need to get a microphone like Pete has. He comes through loud and clear. You sometimes sound like you are in another room. Maybe Pete comes through loud and clear because he screams his little freaking head off. Okay, third. Well, you're also in another room sometimes. Uh, Sure. Okay, third. (laughs) I don't criticize the podcast. I enjoy it very much. I recently suggested that three episodes about a book might be a little overkill. (laughs) Keep up the good work. Pete's mom. And those are all three things that she has said to me multiple times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
because when she heard the podcast that our listeners are 18 to 34 white males, she was like, how does that biologically make sense? Given your age, Peter, and my age. And, um, you know, I went to the lab. We're still getting the results um, Mm. about what that is. But yeah, so we actually do have female listeners, um, a po' boy of note and um, female listener of note. Sarah actually tweeted at us this past week saying that, hey, I am listening um, because we... um, Yeah, she tweeted at us, hey, hey, I, I heard you talked about me. I am listening. Uh, um, so she's catching up. Um, she's very big wait, into books. I heard you talk yes. about her. So then that means somebody told her that we mentioned her, which means a third Buzz person marketing. is listening to a podcast. Yes. Because for her, we are blowing up. Someone else listening. I want to hear from that person. It's your um, turn now. Your third yes. listener, it's your turn. What, what did you think you of the fan email? fiction? So far, no positive or negative comments about the fan fiction. I mean, you know. Well, is no hard, news is, is good a, news. Is a, high, is a high bar. You're, you know, you're the sequel to, to mine. And it's a high bar. It's a high bar. So I feel for you. Yeah. I will never get a microphone. Um, it is part of my punk rock aesthetic. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am that this podcast now consists of me talking into a phone. I'm well aware it sounds exactly like it's me talking into a phone. I love it. Honestly, I think it's asking a lot of me to even plug the theme song in at the beginning of this rather than just immediately publishing the phone call. Um, well, okay. And that's, that's just kind of, um, Josh and I come from different perspectives of work ethic and wanting to put a product out. So, like Josh, mm-hmm. you right. know, he, he, he goes of it he, like a product. He, I mean, it is a product. It's a it's part of the Poboys LLC. Money Man Cody? More like Money Man Pete. Don't get me started on Cody. Oh my! All right, <laughs> we'll talk about Cody in separately because I just realized, and I hate to break this to you, Josh. Apparently, Poe Boys, um, Star Star Wars, um, After Dark, you know, our our series, our segment that we did, what was it, two, three weeks ago to, um, very, very popular. Due to Cody's being a buffoon, honestly, um, and he says it's because of tax season and he's got other things going on. He did not file for us to get royalties on that. So we did all of that work. That's fine. I'm not in it for the money. As anyone and who's we're ever not getting Boys knows, any of that not in it for the money. Yeah. And I understand. Um, I do understand why your mom would want me to get a microphone because then, you know, the audio quality would be better. The podcast would sound better. And it might because I, I know your mom is looking for this podcast to be a safety net for you financially. And I get that. And I know she's coming from a, a, a motherly place rather than. Oh, Josh, he's so cool. He doesn't really care, but really he does. And he has a heart of gold, but he doesn't even actually care. And that's so neat. And so I, I understand where that comment comes from. And it's, it, it makes me happy that my buddy has somebody looking out for him in that way. Uh, and that's and really maybe, nice. And I'm glad it's my Maybe this listener, 
maybe this listener Pete's mom can send a secondary email, which will definitely air because as you can tell, we don't have a lot going on right now until Bad Batch comes out. And maybe they could explain that it's also as somebody that listens to it, Mm -hmm. there's maybe a secondary reason for Josh getting a headphone. Now, Josh, say the listeners were to get you a a headphone for your um, a a mic, um, a speaker system to record for your with your phone would you then accept that gift well i had thought about doing that but in the in the tutorial for and this is true in the information i read about using anchor and about using the functionality we use to record the phone calls it said like i know what you're thinking you want to get a mic for your phone don't do that interesting yeah I agree. I I would love to see a screenshot of that because that definitely does exist, and you're not making that up. Now, um, why did I make that up? I don't care. A microphone well, is like I mean, ten bucks. <laughs> a microphone for your phone? Yeah, they're like cheapo. You get like a cheap, crappy one or whatever. All right, so you can get a pole boys. If somebody were for a phone, if somebody were to throw that in your direction. You know, obviously sanitize it and then wait the, you know, 14 days to bring it inside. Um, you know, we have to be safe. You would. Okay. I don't know. I got to think about it. I mean, are we still going to be doing this podcast in 14 days? Um, I mean, th- is this, this is, is this your first threat to quit <laughs> of 2021? <laughs> quit. I, I don't keep an, I don't keep an open threat tally. Quit. Pete, let's put it this way. Bruce Springsteen doesn't threat to quit the E Street Band, you know? Like, okay, sure, they're like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, but, like, Bruce Springsteen doesn't threaten to quit the E Street Band. Also, Bruce Springsteen cares about audio quality, so let's let's stop yeah, the comparison no right on. there. Um, ooh, ooh, all right, In listen. In terms of caring about audio quality, what do you even know? Born to Run, let's get to Thunder Road and get to the episode, so... This week, Thunder I can't think of a... And yet... Nope, 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 nope. All right, so we're going to get into the episode this week. Um, as yeah, long-time listeners... Well, I, I'll get to it if you stop interrupting me. Well, you need. I just want you know that you need and to And yet you to continue me. to interrupt me. Okay. <laughs> you need to explain so, to me as, as well as... as as listeners, long-time listeners, and, and new-time listeners that are learning for the first time right now, Josh and I are shakers and movers, movers and shakers in the Star Wars universe. Um, we are friends. We rub elbows. We do delts. We do um, monster walks. We do squats with some of the biggest names in Star Wars. Um <laughs> You know, we're going to be meeting with um, Diego, Diego Luna, um, for those of you that aren't familiar with him from Rogue One, um, at some point this summer to talk about his upcoming show in 2022. Um, you know, we've, we, we don't really like to brag about it. And as such, being so big in Star Wars, oftentimes we are asked to help out and we're given exclusives, or we're just kind of a soundboard for different things. So, 
Um, we have, and this is really great. I'm really happy for you, the listeners, for you to get the exclusive here. This episode, um, we are going to go over what is in the video game Star Wars Hunters, which is a game um, that is coming out. It's going to be available in late 2021, and it's going to connect players in real time to battle in settings inspired by iconic Star Wars locales. And what players are going to do are they're going to join in all new and authentic characters including daring bounty hunters, heroes of the rebellion, and imperial stormtroopers, and an action game that immerses players in a fast-paced, visually stunning Star Wars galaxy. So, a lot of people are like, "What's in it? What's in it? What's this going to be on? about?" Always, um, what's it on? So, it is on the Nintendo Switch. Mm. It is rated E for everyone, but Ooh. age ten and up, because there is fantasy violence, and the users are going to interact. So. Um, we are in this episode, podcast. we are going to, we're a safe for work podcast. Thank you, Josh. You can what be we're gonna, and be safe for work. What we're going to do is we're going to run you through, um, what the game entails and what you can, can be expecting. Um, this is something that a lot of people are like, why didn't you do this for fallen order? Why didn't you do this for fallen order? And for us, everybody's covering that. Every, like that was the big that was the first big Star Wars game. So like a lot of people are gonna, you know, um we wanted it to kind of speak for itself. For this one, however, um not a whole lot of buzz is being done for that. And it's following a lot of the resistance route of like, you know, we're really excited about the game, but it doesn't oh, look excited. like it's getting its it, the same respect that it should be. So this episode we're gonna be talking about Star Wars Hunters. And kind of what goes into that game and different levels, stuff like that. So, Josh, why don't you start us off? Are you out of your mind? (laughs) Okay. So why don't you start us off with some of the playable hunter characters that you're going to be able to do. And then I'll talk about the different... um, I'll tell you what. How about you start us off with whatever and then I'll follow up. Oh, okay. So... um, in Star Wars Hunters, it's all about hunting. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're talking crocodile hunting, hunting. We're talking about you know getting that gun dark. All right, so it's you know your typical people. All right, you have your Django Fett, your Boba Fett, mm-hmm. your Jinjinjimungmi. All right, but then you got characters like um, Mummy Guy. Um, Ooh. that's named after, oh my gosh, what's his name? He like, looks like, Gengar. he looks like Gengar. Yes. Um, Gengar. that doesn't sound right. So you have this Gengar guy and he moves a lot softer because he has like the toilet paper wrapped around him. So like each of these people have different skill sets. So the game is layered, um, mm-hmm. for sure. So, um, we have characters like Bosk, who's a Trandoshan. And then, um, Josh, should we? Do you have another character that we can um, kind of, you know, announce um, during this kind of release that we're doing this episode? Yeah, yeah. This is this is a pretty huge deal. I this character was kind of egregiously has been left out of. Like, you have the Star Wars Lego games, and like, oh, you know, you can unlock like every freaking character because it's just. It's a Lego game. It's like very straightforward. So they have like hundreds of Star Wars characters. And yet without fail, every time this character is 
um, short change, but we have it on good authority that uh, with Stars Hunters, you will be able to play for the first time as Borgullet. Yeah, that is true. And right now, they're kind. Of, you won't be able to see any news about this because, and this is you know us being Star Wars insiders, um, they're trying to figure out the pixel and the frame rate for it because Borgullet. I don't know if you've seen Borgullet. It's a nuanced character that has it mm-hmm. knows the truth. Mm-hmm. And and it's I'm glad you bring that up because I think a lot of folks, uh, a lot of a lot of part-time Star Wars fans might be thinking, Borgullet, what's Borgullet doing in a game about hunters? And like, look, there's different kinds of hunters, right? There's big game hunters, there's bounty hunters, there's people that, you know, hunt deer, elk, whatever. Some people hunt the truth. That is I true. Think in this day and age, to bring a courageous truth hunter like Borgullet into a major game for a major franchise is really brave. Yeah, and here's the thing, too, is this is a, whereas it is a storyline, all right, you are hunting, okay? Star Wars Hunters, you're hunting. It is kind of a make-your-own-adventure situation, too, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, are you a Borg Gullet fan? Choose your weapon. Do you want a bowcaster? Do you want a lightsaber? Or do you want that, like, little bally thing that Jar Jar had in Episode 1? Um, or do you want a little blaster? Or do you want a big one? Or do you mm-hmm. want, you know... Um, that's pretty much it. I, it's pretty limited in terms of weaponry, if we're going to be honest. Um, but yeah, the characters... Oh my gosh, the characters are so, so good. And it's kind of... If, if you're a gamer out there, and I apologize to our non-gamers out there, um, this is a lot like Super Smash Brothers, where they're adding continuously adding characters too. So... Um, you'll see little Annie, and he keeps crying um, because he hates sand so much. Uh-huh. And then there's Vader. We don't have, you know, 18, 20-year-old Annie who hates sand so much and is so angry. But maybe we'll get that character through some different DLCs, some different DLCs. One unfortunate thing about Star Wars is this is not going to be like Fallen Order where you just make one purchase and you're done. They do want you to make, you know, make multiple purchases to get um, some revenue to this because this game was very expensive to make. Um, it yes. was very yeah. expensive. Yeah, hugely, hugely expensive. And I know a good part of that uh, went towards the technology that they use. And here's another big exclusive um, to really mocap and and I'll say digitize to life. You know, really bring to life in the digital space. Um, Jabba the Hutt's palace's front door's little eyeball, mm-hmm. and you are going to be able to um, play as that as well with some some uh, limited but authentic functionality. And this game too, it's not so like you might be thinking to yourselves, "Oh, Pete, oh, Josh, this is just some, you know, um." this is just a game that's like hunting and taking lives and like, Oh, I just hate this idea of big game hunter. What is this? The first three episodes of season two of the Mandalorian where they just kill endangered species the whole time. And listen, some levels are going to be that. Okay. You will at some point crash on an ice planet and then just murder an entire school of ice spiders. Okay. Um, 
that is this game. But mm-hmm. there's other times where the game it has you thinking, and you're gonna be you know transported. You're bor your borgullet, and you're transported to Moncala, and you got to mm-hmm. get that you know that fish that everybody wants. Okay, there's this Moncala fish. All right, Moncalamari fish, and you <laughs> as the hunter are going to as you're kind of hunting and you know firing and stuff. At different points, um, uh, a Mon Calamari might be like, ow, I'm not the fish. Or a Corrin will be like, no, that's not me. And then you understand that if the fish is, you know, um, able to speak, it has free will, it has thoughts, you shouldn't be doing that. And then from there, from there, the game, and this is a brilliant part, the game has two paths. It has one where you learn that fish are friends, not food. And then you can go the path of the righteous and you kind of start, you know, figuring out like in a civilized society, why do we need these meat sources? Like, why can't we just kind of um, live off something else when we have all this technology or you're just like, listen, I just want to hunt, 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 hunt. And you know, the game has both kind of paths for you. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, it was a bold move, I think, you know, regardless of, of which path you choose, you you do, the game does force you to grapple with certain issues. Um, and at, at one point, there's there's a particularly harrowing level. Um, minimal gameplay, more one of these, like, walk simula- simulators, like, look at the environment, take it in, where your character winds up in a factory moof farm, where they have all the moofs that are milked, and you... Uh, break in past all the move milkers and you see all, all these moves in um, pins that you know they can't turn around in they can't sit down they're standing for their whole lives and you know it really uh, forces you to grapple with the scope of galactic uh, factory farming in a very fun cool way yeah and it it, it tackles not only facets of the star wars universe that you're like huh isn't factory farming a thing excuse me it also like any star wars game or any star wars comic tv show it solves gaps in the previous work so for example you're gonna don your mocap because guess what listeners it is mocap all right you can get the switch version sure but you can also mocap and you'll be the female Mudhorn, right? Like, you watch the first season of The Mandalorian, spoilers for Mandalorian, and what? There's only one Mudhorn? That's not how that works. There's a Mama Mudhorn, and there's a Daddy Mudhorn. And the Mama comes back, and you get to be the Mudhorn going after all the Jawas that are eating your baby. So, there's a lot of sort of a star wars reverse hunter reverse hunter for sure this this honestly it has layers onto it it has layers onto it for sure mm-hmm. so you you get to do your classic you know hunting um for you know gundarks and hapapores who are just um you know drinking water um and are minding their own business but you know still can be hunted because you know, it's very difficult to, you know, spell the name. You know, you can spell it phonetically, but apparently some 
Star Wars trivia don't allow you to phonetically spell Hapapore when you do Star Wars trivia, and there's a big issue with that. Uh, we wouldn't know anything about that, though. We're Star Wars podcasters. We know how to spell everything. What was I talking about? Oh, the levels. All right, so there's different levels to it. There's definitely definitely different levels. Yeah, like to a it. video game. It's like a video game. Now mm-hmm. we don't want to spoil everything going into each and every level because what fun is mm-hmm. that? Um, mm-hmm. And you know we'll talk about. So we talked about some different levels that there are. Well, then let's talk about the multiplayer option because no Star Wars game. You know, a lot of people, <laughs> you know, criticize Fallen Order because it's like, oh, does Cal Kestis not have a friend? that can also do stuff that's also a Jedi? Like, what's going on? Why can't I, you know, play with my one to two friends online? And with mm-hmm. Hunters, you can do that. Some some options are, it's just unable to. There's not a female, a male, and then a male Mudhorn. So you can't do that, that, that particular quest. But a lot of times you can have, like, two Hunters um, going out and you know, um, trying to get other creatures. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I don't want to spoil the creatures, not because I don't remember a single other creature's name in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm mm-hmm. doing that for you, the fans. Yeah, good point. And I the I was very impressed with the multiplayer functionality, particularly, you know, Pete just described some of the co-op stuff that, that's in the game, which is very cool, and you can play alongside your friends. I'm also really excited for the one-on-one, the versus, where you can hunt against your your friends, or quite frankly, hunt your friend. Yeah, that, that is This was that a really true. intense, involved mode where they utilize, um, you know, geolocations and some of the... Uh, real world type of basis that like a Pokemon go or some such would use where you start a match with another uh, player and it, you, you, you find them and you get their information and their personal information and you work your way into their account. Mm-hmm. And um, upon working your way into their account, you know, you, you got them, you win, you hunted them, you got them, they are your prey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, it was, really intense and it playing it made me think a lot about um mortality and these myths we tell ourselves about privacy and things like this very um very real now you might be thinking to yourself who did the soundtrack and it is john williams um a lot of people thought he was going to retire but this project the idea of playing a score for the hunt a hunter and the hunty the hunted just was too much for him to pass up so this is one of the final scores of john williams that you're gonna get out there is that a threat what a threat are you threatening john Williams? no he's i mean it's just a uh one of his final scores yeah i mean i'm sure how many do you think you know he's alive yeah, he's still alive for sure yeah but he has to pick and choose. Like he didn't do solo. He's not he didn't do the Mandalorian. You know? Um, so he picks his projects. A lot of people don't expect him to do, you know. Will he do episode ten if that happens? Yeah. 
your mom sending us an email about me getting a mic. Meanwhile, her son's over here threatening to murder a national treasure. I didn't threaten to murder a national treasure. I was just making a statement about someone's age and their ability to take on multiple projects. All right? Um, Wow. All right. That took a dark dark turn. And this game Mm -hmm. is dark, listeners. At certain points, you know, if you're hunting or being hunted it's um it's it's layered like like we've been saying so like for example your character their psychological profile is also going to be put into there so say for example um josh picks the character little annie okay and little annie has to hunt down bosk in coruscant or has to hunt down um in kaz's castle or something like that Little Annie will know that he is small and does not have. Mouse's Sorry, Mouse's castle. castle. Um, I mean, maybe Kaz, Kaz gets castle. Kaz's castle is DLC, but that's not going to be available. Anymore. Um, but Little Annie has never fired a weapon before. All right, and he knows what a Trandoshan looks like because he heard about it when he was talking to that creepy adult about space angels. And a lot of times, you know, if you're talking to a creepy pervert about space angels, they'll typically talk to you about dinosaurs as well. At least that's what little Annie's doing. So he knows and your character's movement is affected by that. So Josh's character will be moving slowly. will keep, you know, clinging to corners and will keep asking for Shmi and saying, you know, am I the chosen one? Am I the chosen one? So there's a level of realism to each and every character that you just don't get in other video games. Yeah. So um, with that, um, okay, well, I okay. Say, to, I, I want you want to like a video game trailer or a movie trailer. You want to leave on a big thing, right? And so I was, I was saving my the thing I'm most excited for for okay. last. And so if we are wrapping up, I do feel like I need to really drive home. Well, here, here's the thing, is- listeners, is I hope that you all at the end of this will answer the question, is this worth $59.99? All right? That's what all these games are worth. Okay? And this big ticket item that Josh is talking about, if you think it's big enough, Go ahead and spend it. All right. Um, mm-hmm. You only live once, and you can hunt um, until your little heart's content. Um, you can be the hunter, the hunty, yeah. and you can even talk about the moral ramifications of hunting. So, Josh, why don't you round us sure. out with the big ticket item in Star Wars Hunters? Well, look. Yeah, and I mean, I I think so much of. Being involved with Star Wars fandom at this point in time, unfortunately, it comes down to like this like new and old Star Wars fans, real or fake, or like how big a fan are you? But every now and again, something will come along and it will be labeled as like, well, this is for all Star Wars fans. And like everybody talks about certain things in The Mandalorian as being like, oh, this was made to please all Star Wars fans. It wasn't made to be divisive and yada, yada, yada. Uh, nonsense, poison, trash. Now, but. I, I think in line with that sort of sentiment, I can't think of anything else in recent memory that I'm, I've looked at and been like, oh, this was really made for 
all Star Wars fans. This is going to unite the fandom more than um, that big bonus level where you play Bill Burr and you hunt Porgs and Babu Freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just thinking, young and old, new and old, every not a Star Wars fan out there is not going to be losing it, just grinning ear to ear as they are running around as Migs, just hunting, hunting, hunting Babu Frick and some porgs. Mm-hmm. And so I'm really excited for, for fans to, to get a peek at that. And I'm really excited, hopefully at some point, um, there'll be a trailer or any kind of information about this game. Yeah, and we should say that any changes that do occur um, in the creative process and just in um, game design generally, the product that you see can change at any given point. So this is the product. Yeah, it's like the Rogue One trailer. Some stuff just... Yeah, it's like, why are they running on a beach, but they never do that in the movie? Why do they have the Death Star plans? Maybe they make the two buildings one? I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. But just to echo Josh's point, this does a perfect job of, instead of Disney taking one side or another, you know, are you the Gianna Carreno stands? Are you the, maybe you shouldn't do the stuff that Gina Carreno did on Twitter fans. Um, this weaponizes both groups in a video game to attack <laughs> each other. Oh, you don't like hunt hunting? Why don't you hunt the hunters? That seems fun. We all enjoyed that episode where Ahsoka and those Padawans went after the Trandoshan hunters. It was one of the top probably 20 episodes of the series. Oh, sure. There's all these different, you know, things you want to go hunt. Okay. It's all pixels. It's not real. So have at it. Um, Borg Gullet does know the truth. And there's a lot of truth out there. And you listeners should go and get this game. Yes, and I have heard a rumor that it won't actually be released in the U.S. because it was uh, actually rated AO, which is a rating adults only. AO games, as any Manhunt 2 fans might know, just are not, are not even eligible to be published in the U.S. So there is a chance you won't see it at all. But... Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a chance. But with that, we're, we're looking forward to you seeing the product that the nerds over at um, LucasArts um, put together for sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited to watch a trailer or look at any information about this game at all. That would be uh, yeah. I mean, it's 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 always really cool to see the connection of something that was just your idea in your head that you talked in multiple focus mm-hmm. groups and that you pitched for come to fruition or not or not um, or not. So with that, um, this is a little shorter of an episode, but. This is a th- this is a thinker episode. This is one that I want you listeners to be like, hmm, Huntress is coming out in a month. Is it? Did the Po Boys talk about that? Maybe is I should maybe I should listen to this. No, it's late 2021. But I'm saying, you know, when you're going through like, oh, it's the summer, I've got nothing to do. It's going through the top hits of the Po Boys. You know, this is a good one for you to kind of get you looking forward to later because we're all looking forward to different things. Um, um, Spider-Man far from home season three of the Mandalorian or that broke up Boba Fett. Sorry. Already out. 
I assume you're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I said Spider-Man No Way Home. And you're not going to go back to listen mm-hmm. for me. Not to... I did say that. Um... It's just the 15 second back button, guys. You can and I definitely said it. And we can end on that. So um, Poboys Podcast at gmail.com at Poboys Podcast. And we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. And this was a Pete episode.